Welcome to Kingdom Faith Worship Podcast with me, Colin. Uh, me, Pete. And uh, can everyone just give us a really big hello? Hello! We are joined today yeah. with the one, the only, plural of that thing, the ones, the onlys, Ruffy Bible College Worship Stream Students! I have no idea whether you could hear that picked up in the microphone, but everyone looks happy to be here. Um, it's great to have you guys here with us today. How long have you all been here around this these parts? Well, I've my name is Rory, and I've been here for about two and a half years now, almost. Two and a half years. Don't all talk at once, guys. Yeah. Ruth, how long have you been here? Uh, since October 2017. So she's last so many months. Yeah, so many months. I've been a, a student since October 2016. It's Josh, by the way, but, everybody. Oh, Josh. But I've, I've been at Kingdom Faith for much longer. Many, many years. All right. Hello. I'm Simon. Hi, Simon. Hi. Uh, I've been here since October. Um, so about half a year, simply. What about you, Stephen? Why, thanks for asking, Simon. I've been here since October. <laughs> what a natural. What a natural. Uh, Matthew, I've uh, been here from October like most of us, uh, so 2017. Yeah, Joel? Hi, my name's Joel. <coughs> Voice crack. Oh, no. <laughs> Hi, my name's Joel. He, he's oh, just yeah. turned 14. <laughs> I'm actually 12. <laughs> I've also been here six months. I'm the first year. But like Josh, I've been here many years before. Since you were two years old, right? Since I was two years two old. Years Thank you for remembering. Yeah. Oh. So ten years then? <laughs> ten, ten years, yeah, ten years. Quite. Who have we got over here in this corner? In the blue corner. Hi, I'm Paulina. Hi, Paulina. And Where are you from, Paulina? <laughs> South Korea. And how long have you been around? Um, since October. Great. Hello, I'm Noemi, and I'm started college in this October. Where are you from, Noemi? I'm from Italy. Italy. Brava. Hi, I'm Ben. I've been here since, this is my third year here, so that's, yeah, about two and a half years. Wow. Finally, the beautiful... Shayla. Shayla. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I've been here since October of 2015, I think. Great, great. So three years now. So between us, we've got like a combined total. I added all of that up in my head. How long everyone's been here? I didn't really. And we've got like nearly between five and twenty years. I had no idea actually of uh, worship experience between you guys. So it's great to have you on uh, on the podcast today. And we wanted to ask you some questions about what have you learned in coming here. What's been the thing that's really like hit you between the eyes of this is a revelation of wow, this has changed my whole view on worship or what worship is or who worships for hopefully not that one you already knew that before you came but um uh yeah something that's just really stood out to you but before we do that i want to ask a question that we ask all of our first-time guests and you're all i think first-time guests here this morning um what is your most embarrassing and or awkward experience during a time of worship anyone i'm gonna throw it open to the floor oh come on you somebody surely surely Short Stephen. All right, so back at my home church, we do 24 hours of worship once a year. And uh, during one of the 24-hour worships, I was called onto the stage from 
not in the building at the time because I was getting something to eat. And my pastor was like, Stephen, they need you on the stage to drum. And I was like, okay. So I ran in and I didn't know the people who were on the stage. I didn't know what they were playing. I just ran up there and played. And it probably sounded awful, but I did what I was told. (laughs) Good job. There's blessing in obedience. Absolutely, absolutely. (laughs) Anyone else? Anyone else? Something really awkward that's happened. Uh, Many years ago, when I was uh, an awkward kid anyway, we were uh, <laughs> no change. <laughs> no, we were. Uh, we went uh, with with the the youth, the kids stuff. We went away to some other church to uh, do a service and stuff. And all of a sudden, every, like my guitar and everything just cut out. And I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know how to fix it. I didn't know what had happened. So I just had to stand there for the rest of worship, <laughs> not playing anything because it didn't come out. <laughs> yeah. Did you mime or did you just stand there looking at like the guitar, going what? I don't actually remember. For a while, I was just looking around, like, "What do I do?" And then, and then, I think I just stood there. <laughs> <laughs> if that ever happens, just just mime and look like you're into 100%, it. Hundred percent, hundred percent mime. No one would know. <laughs> no one will ever know. Especially not guitarists. They're never in the mix anyway. <laughs> oh. Um, any, anyone else? Anything else? Some horrifically. We love hearing the horrifically embarrassing stories. Oh yeah, we got another one. We got another one. Recently, actually, it was one of the oh. encounter nights, I think, similar to Josh's. Um, I was playing actually Ben's guitar and the high E string just snapped and threw the B string out yes. horrifically along with the G string somehow. And I was basically playing on three strings yeah. because it was ridiculous. and I didn't have an inbuilt tuner. and I didn't have a tuner nearby, so I couldn't unplug and run off to tune it. Because we were right in the heart of worship. We were getting to the holy place. And so I had to try and play on three strings. Which didn't go well. So Good I kind of tried to play it out. But I couldn't. So I just had to abandon it. And <laughs> I felt like an absolute mug. Yeah. <laughs> but we survived. Perfect. We survived. And we're still here today. Thank you. Yeah. Do you, know what? you might be listening to a podcast and be thinking like, why do you always ask this really irrelevant question of all the guests that come on like it's an awkward thing I was just, just thinking that yeah. it's just to fill some time yes <laughs> no it's it's not it's because as well it, it, it is really funny I love about hearing about people when things have all gone horribly wrong for them um, just you know uh, like that but um, it's actually really great I think to hear because you think well here's this person I really respect this pastor or this worship leader or this person who's an amazing musician and actually I've just realised that you know They've completely stuffed stuff up and made a complete idiot themselves before. And you know what? It's fine. It's okay. It's not going to finish me off. And maybe it'll just get help me get over myself of thinking, but what if I make a mistake? Oh, who cares? Just get out there and just do it. So I love hearing these stories of, of how people have um, experienced something really embarrassing, really awkward. And you know what? It's okay. And you just move on and it doesn't really matter. God's bigger. Exactly. Than our exactly. mistakes. Yeah, I think I was must have been there when you when that happened with your guitar, Joel, and I don't even remember it. No, it was a word, and you weren't there, mate. Sorry. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> oh, it could have been dreadful. I appreciate the support. Yeah, if you'd heard yeah, it, then yeah, you'd never yeah, be. Yeah, it probably was. Again. Probably was mortifying. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast before, but I remember when um, uh, a great like friend of the church, Paul Gutteridge. We shout out to uh, to Paul Gutteridge. Um, oh. He's a church leader and all into politics and all sorts of amazing stuff but anyway real prophetic guy and um he was leading a meeting 
And so he wasn't leading worship, he was leading a meeting, and he had a prophetic word for somebody, and they were operating the camera. And he said, um, uh, just want, I've got a word for you um, operating the camera. And uh, yeah, that, you know, that, that guy over there, yeah, the guy operating the camera. And this person on the camera is looking around, thinking, who's he talking to? And then realizes talking to him, in inverted commas, and says, I'm a woman. <laughs> so he had a prophetic word for the, uh, the bloke on the camera who was, in fact, a woman. But she forgave and moved on. And the word he had, despite the fact he couldn't tell um, the gender of the person operating the camera, was absolutely spot on. It was breakthrough. So you know what? He can make mistakes. And he's still God using him. And it's awesome. Absolutely. It's great. We prophesy um, in part, don't we? Yeah, we, we know in part. We know in part. The bit we didn't know in that one was, uh, <laughs> was the gender <laughs> yeah. of the person. The gender. Yeah. <laughs> Awkward. So it's okay to make mistakes. Anyway, we, you guys, you're here for a year or two part of the bible college you're part of the worship stream so you spend a lot of time with pete and sometimes myself talking about what kind of the stuff we talk about on the worship podcast and practicing it and doing it but you've also just been around and so we want to ask you the question what have you picked up what have you learned what's rubbed off what have you sort of been marinating in and you know, has it changed the way that you worship? You know, marinade, Ruth's looking at me like, what is that? You know, like when you put chicken in like a curry sauce overnight in the fridge and it just sort of, it's bits marinated, in a marinated in a marinade. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, the point being, what have you picked up? We'll just go with that over this year. I may start. Go on, Shayla. Um, something that I've learned is that uh, worship is not just on a stage, but it's a lifestyle. That's what always captivated me, like something that had a relation of it. And another thing is that I always used to sing songs and not actually worship God when I was on stage. And I felt very pressured on being on stage. I didn't never, right. never wanted to be on the stage. But then when you actually realize that you're on a stage and you actually need to fall in love with God and just let him doing things is a lot easier and is amazing at the end. Yeah, great. Shayla, can I ask you something about the anointing? Yes. Because anyone who's, who's been in a, a, a meeting where Shayla's led worship would say, wow, that girl's anointed, right? Was there a moment when you felt, do you know what, I'm anointed for this? Yeah. And what difference did that make? It actually happened. Um, it was a she conference, and I was leading a evening service. And a she conference is is a big big event that we attend in our church, and it's quite big. And I was very stressed out, and I prayed, I think, in half an hour, ten times because, before going on stage. <laughs> and and then when you when you go on a stage and you and you actually realize it's becoming reality, you are actually leading, and. But you lead in a way that God is doing it, and it's not me. When you realize it's not you, but it's God, then God does such amazing thing, and you actually realize, okay, I'm I'm made for this, because you let God doing it, and then it's amazing, and, and God works in you while you do it, so you feel the, the anointing in you, not just on the, on the on the room. You feel it like flowing through you, and it's so amazing. Is very good. Good. Awesome. Awesome. Anyone else want to say what God's done? What have you learned in worship, Rory Innard? Well, for those who know me, um, I really lo- love worship. Um, but what I've learned is that it's gone from being an act to something that I am. No, I am 
a worshipper. Right. So therefore, I worship because it comes from the depths of who I am, you know? Um, so when I worship, it's like, Jesus, Jesus, I love you, Jesus, you know? Because that's who I am. I love Jesus. and yeah. But before, it was like, okay, I'm worshipping. But now it's like, I'm a worshipper, you know? So I'm expressing myself to Jesus, you yeah. know? And it's just so amazing. Then you feel all the benefits, the joy, the peace, the rest. And like, because we know who you are, you know, then then you've got confidence, boldness to What c- was it that, that you think that helped you take that step from from it being an act, something you do, to that understanding of this is who I am? Well, a lot of the teaching that, that we have here at, at um, um, the Bible College, a lot about being in in Christ and um, just that truth, you know, that I'm in Christ. I can have boldness before God and confidence. So therefore, just come before him and then just be who you are, you know. That really helped, just the the renewing of the mind, you know, and of my heart, you know, of the truth. So what you're saying is that if one of our listeners hasn't yet been to Rafi Bible College, that they should book in. That's, that's you must book into Rafi <laughs> Bible College. Indeed. Amen. <laughs> Anyone else? If nobody else puts up their hand, then, you know, we probably should just quit. <laughs> <laughs> We've done a terrible job. I've been here and for uh, years. What have you here, Josh? Nothing. Um, for me, the main thing I like being at college, learning is the just to have fun in worship and have fun with it. So like, especially playing, like I used to just say, "Oh, just like sort of, I've got to play it right. I've got to play the right thing so everybody else can do it." But I, I've, I've now learned to just enjoy it myself, have fun, and like you know, have fun with God in worship. Um, and then it's just so much more free and fun and better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's great. More about the relationship than the performance. Exactly. Yeah. Boom. Come on, Lucy. God's done so much in you. I know. The thing that I really learned is that God always wants to meet with us. I think before I thought maybe, you know, you'd have a Sunday morning meeting and then something like Faith Camp or a big conference and then that's when you would really powerfully meet with God. But that actually his heart is to just talk to us like a friend and to have that relationship with us. But to powerfully work in our lives any time that we meet with him. So... We have what we call eight o'clock, so we just all go and like praise together every morning. And I mean, sometimes, you know, they can become quite repetitive because you're just doing the same thing, going in the same place every morning. But you sort of realize after a few times that God is there every day and he's not different every day um, and that he wants to do something new. And, you know, there are so many aspects of his character that he can reveal something completely different every time. So, yeah, that's what stood out. Yeah, we've talked about that before, haven't we, Pete? That um, the fact that you can, you can, I think we've even talked about it on the podcast that you can have an amazing meeting and like this incredible time of worship, and you're absolutely blown away. You're like, that was the most amazing, musical, incredible, like virtuosoistic performance of a piece of music ever because it was worshiping Jesus and people were singing out these prophetic songs and it was powerful and it was amazing and so it's been recorded and you think oh great well we've got some songs that have come out of that we'll write we'll listen some back to that you listen back and you're like oh it's dreadful this is <laughs> terrible <laughs> it's really boring like, they're out of tune yeah. and they're playing yeah. like completely the wrong notes they're repetitive times, you know, and really like, boring yeah. yeah it's the same chord sequence yeah. the last yeah. hour and a half it's generally dreadful but in the moment yeah. you were meeting with God and therefore the, the music was there only to accompany you meeting with God. Yeah. yeah. And the experience you had was was encountering the King of Kings, not being in a concert listening to some great music. Absolutely. And it just kind of reminds you, like, ah, oh, 
It's not about the music. The, the music or the experience or the time of worship was only good because the Holy Spirit was there. The Spirit right. of God made Absolutely. it good because he's good. Not like the great musicianship or anything like that. But it isn't amazing that when God's presence comes, it makes you think the, the people that are ministering are amazing. But it's not them. It's not might. It's not power. It's, it's only his spirit. But, um, when people try and imitate God, it's like, ah, uh, yeah, that's, that's not doing it for me, I'm afraid. <laughs> no, quite. <laughs> yeah, great. Anyone, anyone else got anything that they would like to add? Learn nothing. Nothing. In the whole time you've been here. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh no. Some <laughs> <laughs> yeah. weird moment. Yeah, there we go. Nobody at all. Yeah. Um, so what I've learned over this time is... Um, this one might need some editing, Colin. <laughs> I was just going to start singing... Dum, 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 dum. Oh, that's the end. <laughs> Fade out. <laughs> sorry, Ben. Sorry, that's Richard. Right, no worries, no worries. Um, I found as well as what kind of Josh and Lucy have been saying about the eight o'clock and these other times that we have to and the opportunities we get to worship. Um, obviously, in the life of college um, and our normal lives, we make mistakes now and then. But um, it's great that when we then come into a place of worship, it's not like then we're trying to get to somewhere where we don't belong, but we're, we're going to a place like in the Holy of Holies where God has designed us and where we are actually positioned. And that's personally helped me a lot in, um, yeah, in encountering God in the place of worship that we were created to be in. Yeah. Great. What has anyone learned anything that's been really practically helpful? So we've talked about sort of identity and talked about what it's it's like meeting with in God's presence rather than just like trying to create an atmosphere or anything like that. Um, or, you know, just <laughs> knowing that you're called, you're anointed rather than trying to make something happen. Well, anything practical? Anyone learned anything that you're like, hey, this has been really helpful to me as an instrumentalist or as a as a singer? Matt. Yeah. Um, in my previous church, like we used to, like my church is actually quite small, so obviously we didn't have very many people in the actual like worship band. So obviously, when I came here, it was it was really interesting to see obviously how we played in a much larger band. So obviously, in co- accompany people um, playing on a larger scale, where um, you know, like we had a drum set, a bass, or electric and uh, acoustic keys and everything, singers. Uh, it really helped just like to be in time with each other and just help obviously accompany each other and and the people obviously worshiping as a whole so obviously yeah it was just a really good experience and, and a learning curve for me personally yeah great has, has practice been been a helpful part of that or just just the instruments or what do you think has been the thing that's been the most the thing that's changed that the most um yeah i guess we could say that pra- practicing as a group obviously that's helped and improved a lot um and also you could say practicing individually as well just so you can increase each other's individual skills to then improve the overall picture if if there was something in that if you were going back to the church that you were from before and uh, you're like okay i've learned something here and i want to take it back obviously you might not go okay well the answer is we just have a church of 500 people and a worship team of 60 job done there you are i'm glad i could help (laughs) what could you do in the same situation from what you've been equipped with now what would you change or how would you help um I guess we could we could approach the actual um, concept of like working together as the as the team band aspect, where um, 
we may practice more like with Sarosi in in tune to obviously help um, it sound smoother for other people. Then it, it would encourage better um, like worship in that sense. Obviously, then it's easier to get into it. Um, so yeah, I, I guess we <laughs> or more practice. I guess obviously because practice makes perfect. Or as we like to say, practice makes better. Jesus makes perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, very good. You're welcome. <laughs> Great, yeah. So the the more you practice, the more the less I should say you're thinking about what you're playing and how you're playing together, and the more you're able to worship together because you're not thinking what chord comes next or oh, how do I do an F sharp minor seven add eleven or whatever. Um, great, fantastic. Well, we're uh, we're aiming to keep today actually to our allotted time of supposedly twenty minutes, rather than Pete and I end up getting into a conversation talking about things and going on for like another hour on a tangent um so we're going to wrap up today but if you've got any questions that you would like to to submit to ask either pete myself or maybe you'd like to ask the wonderful students here um then you can write to colin.squires at kingdomfaith.com or pete.norman at kingdomfaith.com um but but from us right now we're actually going to get these guys on for our next couple of podcasts because they've got much more to say haven't you students They're very shy but very wonderful <laughs> but very wonderful very let's wonderful. all sing the theme tune okay ready everyone okay. a one a two a one two three four dum 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 Bye from us. We'll see you soon. See you next week. Bye. Ta-ra!